the Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. We are here hot from the studio for a watch this or die. We picked up a uh, a guest while we were doing some pre-show dinner. Kind of planned to spur the moment last night. We got Lyle back in the studio. What's yeah. up, brother? Not too much. How are you doing? All right. And then uh, with us, as always, is my boy, my compadre, mi amigo, Jeffrey. Hermano. What's up, party people? Oh, yeah, it is Hermano. Damn it. Mm-hmm. And we got producer. Howdy. Howdy. Nice work on the upgrades, as always. We got new screens, new cameras, new... Yeah, the video, the videos are work in progress. I'll get there for you. Yeah, I just we'll got to figure out, out how to get you all into the frame from the front this is side. This only... Uh, Temporary testing. Test run, so this will not be airing as a video, but soon enough, people. Soon enough. You'll get Probably to see. you shouldn't even have brought it up then, huh? That's well, all right. It's like a little, like <laughs> Foreshadowing. A little precursor. Yeah, yeah foreshadow. <laughs> So what's everybody been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Just the norms, the norms, watching stuff and planning stuff now that the pandemic is slowly coming yeah, to an end. The planning has been fun. Yeah. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, same old. Lyle, what have you been doing? Uh, not much. Uh, living it up. I go to work. I watch some stuff. I play lots of video games. You watch Did, anything good? Uh, right now I'm watching Loki. How is that? Oh, so I didn't fa- have much faith in... Was it only one episode in? Uh, yeah, we, it, it's at least a couple episodes in. And I mean, to be honest, like I, I watched uh, Captain America and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I, I didn't really get into that one. But the Loki show is turning out really nice. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to spill anything for anybody who hasn't no, watched it. It's got no like spill a spill on the beans. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, they said that's going to be the one that kind of... Turns the universe upside down, I guess, and goes into yeah. this next batch of movies. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm seeing that this is get like the precursor to the new Doctor Strange. Gotcha, gotcha. Movie coming out. Cool. Mm. I um, I actually didn't even know about it until recently, but has anybody heard of anything about this Harley Quinn show on HBO Max? I have not. No. I heard it's voiced by the Big Bang Theory chick, yeah, that's, Kelly uh, Cuoco. Surprising, but also makes sense in a way. Yeah. Gonna be animated? Yeah, animated. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all I know about it, though. Yeah, I got. It. Yeah, I haven't even heard about it. So, I mean, hearing good things, but let me tell you, I have HBO Max, and I don't even touch it. Really? <gasps> yeah, that's sad. It's, I know. That's somebody the other night was just There's like, stuff. "Have you watched The Conjuring yet?" And I was like, "No, how would I have seen The Conjuring yet? Like, I'm not going to the movies. So like, it's on HBO Max." Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll watch the second one first, and then I'll get back to you. Yeah, it's got Mortal Kombat. And well, I watched that with. The second, one was, his the second one was much better. Hmm. But I haven't even busted into my HBO Max. Everything I've watched has been at Vinny's. I did see that HBO Max has all the seasons of Mad TV, which was funny. Yeah, like, there's I, like a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, that. I really like the first like two seasons of Mad TV. It gets pretty meh after that, but you know it's fun to throw on just laying in bed. That's the one with Stuart, right? Yeah, later in the... Look what I can the do! The first two seasons, it's like... A lot of people you'll recognize from like movies, but it's some people that like you're like I know that guy from something. Yeah, you can name it's a lot of those people. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I just, I just was like surprised to see it. I was like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. Well, we did, um, like I said, we did some pre-show dinners at the old Root Down. It's cool. Me and Lyle got a camel hamburger. Yeah, very nice. Never would have thought I'd ever eat camel. And yeah. it was tasty. Wild Root Boy, Downs. Wild Boy Wednesdays. Yeah. So Wild Wednesdays, they'll, they'll have all kinds of uh, crazy game meat uh, on the special menu on Wednesdays. Root Down's just tearing it up. Like, yep. Food's been on point. Beer's always been on point. Love that place. So... For tonight's recording beers, we decided to grab something to go from Root Down. So mm-hmm. we are going to go with Root Down's Daisy Roots. Extra special bitter. Nice and light for tonight's beer. This is my kind nice, of beer. Nice, easy 5.6 ABV. Not to sound nitpicky, but did the printer run out of color ink? <laughs> <laughs> the label is all black and white, but it's a British flag. It's yeah, artistic. Maybe, it's maybe, I guess. But why? I don't know. I don't maybe know. They, I had this. The maybe they ran day. out of ink. I did have this beer the other day, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm. So. ESBs yeah. are. I love ESBs. I love ESBs, and they're so fo- few and far between. Yards had a good one. Yeah, sometimes you see them, and what's a real treat is when breweries have them on uh, nitro. I oh, love yeah. an ESB on oh, nitro. Yeah. But I, I mean, they're lo- they're like that between dark and and light. Like they're like mm-hmm. they're, they're very nice. They yeah, need this to, is good. They need to catch on. It's got good malt, nice and light. Yeah. I love that it. nice bitterness that you're going to expect from a bitter. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I've never heard of an ESP before. Before that, I just thought ESP was uh, having psychic powers. That's P. This is B. ESB. Oh, ESB? Yeah. Extra special oh. bitter. What have you been drinking lately, Lyle? What are you What are you on? Oh, yeah. Dude, you making any crazy milk cocktails? Yeah. No, I, no I, I quit the milk cocktails. I don't make them very frequently. <laughs> <That's good>. it's, <laughs> it's maybe like every once and again on a nice cold winter night. <laughs> by The, the by milk the, comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I'm feeling the something super The milk's not great on a hot sugary. summer day. <laughs> no. I, I actually haven't been drinking much at all lately. I had some really bad health issues going on. Oh, no. Actually, it started like, what, the week before the Christmas episode? Oh wow! That was it still lasted on. for like a month and a half after that. Yeah. Oh wow! So thankfully, I'm like on proper medicine now. But good, good. like, I just kind of try to keep it on the loop. I, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I myself am medicated these days. Ah. So the show has not been as entertaining with my meltdowns. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> wait, all four of us are med- medicated. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Look at us. Mine's boring though. Mine's just insulin. Hmm. That's lame. I spilled on myself. <laughs> Because you're excited. All right, well, I'm going to chat it up about my music pick this for this episode. Um, been really feeling some Alice Cooper lately, but not just any Alice Cooper. Like 80s comeback Alice Cooper, uh, particularly the, the records Constrictor and Hey Stupid. Uh, Constrictor is a famous one just because it's got the Friday the 13th songs on it, uh, Teenage Frankenstein and Man Behind the Mask. Uh, that was kind of his comeback. I believe he took like a hiatus three or four years from the music biz. And then came back with these tracks. And uh, Hey Stupid, I think, is probably maybe his most like 80s metal record altogether. But there's a song called Snake Bite on there. And it might be my favorite Alice Cooper song ever. Uh, I really love it. It's super 80s metal. Um, and like people, I don't think a lot of people of our era realize, like, Alice Cooper, man, he had hooks. Like... I think people like, oh, the old shock rocker and like the Alice Cooper band is like a classic rock band. But like in the 80s, he just had hooks on songs mm-hmm. that were killer. Uh, so, you know, if you're Agreed. into the 80s metal, definitely check those two records out. 
Sorry, I had to get it in there. I wanted to talk. Yeah, about actually, that. well, I, I had a quick music bit. I'll throw it in um, for our deathcore heads out there. You probably know the band Lorna Shore, who had to depart with their vocalist uh, CJ due to some um, not good outside the band activities he was partaking in. Oh boy! But uh, new new vocalist uh, Will Ramos. Don't know his previous bands, um, but they just released a single with the new vocalist, and it is wild. This kid is crazy. Young uh, guy? Huh? Young guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, crazy vocal range. Uh, breakdown like I've never heard before with him just doing these over-the-top uh, gutturals and screams. It is pretty hardcore. Check it out. It's called Into the Hellfire. Lauren Shore's new single. I'm sure you Deathcore fans will enjoy it. Right on, dude. Rockin'. Lyle, um, anything from you? Listen to any uh, Mozart lately or Bach? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nothing new. I just listen to what comes on my Pandora. Nice. It all started out with My Chemical Romance. And oh, it's, MCR. Yeah. Go. It's going from everything. I've been listening. It's the only Pandora station I listen to. It goes anything mm. from Journey to Lindsey Sterling. I just want to tell a quick Lyle story. Oh, um, God. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a funny okay. one. I know when I met Lyle, he was he was like into opera and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying I met him. He was yeah. in opera. I didn't know much about him. I just knew he was in opera. Yeah. Um, we brought him to Camp Blood for the first time. <laughs> and like the initiation was almost like, yeah, you're driving. <laughs> like you're, We're showing all your shit in your, your SUV and you're yeah, driving. Yeah, I had a big car. So fine. the worry was like, you know, the dri- you don't want to take over the driver's radio. And it's it's a it's a new scenario. Like I don't know him that well. I know him enough, but it's like I don't want to take over his radio. I'm sitting shotgun, I believe, and I'm like, oh, let me just see where he goes. <laughs> and he puts on. Do you Did remember I put what on, you put on? I so I I know I wouldn't have used my MCR radio because there's too much like other no, weird stuff. Definitely not MCR. Like, but I can tell you, my backup probably would have been. Breaking Benjamin? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, that, that's that, uh, we we jammed the bass and Breaking yeah. Benjamin radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So it wasn't Disney on, piano. He puts on like I don't even know what the genre is described as, like fantasy <laughs> metal. <laughs> oh, it was Dragon Force. It was Dragon oh, Force, yeah. but like it was yeah, the Pandora chat. Yeah, so yeah. it's like played all these. What, yeah, that's like, my Dungeons gym radio and Dragons station. metal or something. I don't know, but I was like, you know what? I can live with this. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think we actually went into like movie soundtracks. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, the the film score. That's one of my stations too. But there's only so many times you can listen to Jurassic Park before. Good stuff. On the and that's when Lyle became part of the crew. That's right. And there's a rule on the ride to the Mahoning: you're not allowed to take the highway up. Going home, whatever. But going up, you can't take the highway up. And the ride with Lyle is actually the wildest way I've ever taken. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What, we, like going up 100 past Boyertown? We went all to the back roads. Oh. We came up to that gun club. Like, Remember? We were like yeah. down in the valley. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, I have my GPS set to like go the shortest yeah. way possible. That was, that was the wildest way I've ever gone. I've huh. never gone that way yeah, again. We've done many routes up yeah, there. Yeah, many routes. But that was the, I've never gone that way again. Never the turnpike. Never, no, ever, you can't ever the turnpike. turnpike. Kills the turnpike. Unless you're a Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> then he's got to get there real quick because he's got to be in Vegas in about 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I miss Sheen. Are you All guys right. ready to get into this movie? Well, hold on, well, well, I have you here. Let me run something by you real quick. Oh, oh, any questions? Um, 
I'm pretty sure producer is a yes, but were you guys uh, summer camp kids? Day camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I was. Yeah. What was your favorite summer camp activity? Oh, God. Uh, Smoking prob- in the woods. <laughs> Probably the camping. Because for the young kids, you would like go out and you'd camp in the woods. Like you'd take tarps and sleeping bags and so just wait, you camp went out. overnight camp. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it, was, it was a whole week long. Yeah, I didn't do that. I and did then day, day I camp. did both. Once you I got mean, day like camp all summer, one week of overnight. Yeah, and then once you get past junior high school, you go out for three days of like the six days that you're there. And I don't know, I I loved it, going out camping in the middle of the woods with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I I loved summer camp. I hated it. I was not a uh, like going home was my favorite part. But <laughs> well, because none of my friends like it was my day camp experience was always like people you knew from like playing baseball. So like you knew who they were, but they weren't like your friends that you were with all the time. And that I mean, I had some fun friends at the, the day camp, but I always preferred my regular crew. But I honestly, yeah, like just uh, I don't know. Wiffle ball was probably my favorite yeah, thing. I, uh, wiffle ball and kickball were mine. Yeah. I mean, I was never the most popular guy, so I didn't have like the summer camp girlfriend, and nobody was trying oh, to no, hang no. out with yeah, me all I the time. No. You know, I was like a nerdy kid, obviously. So, I mean, whatever. I, I just didn't like it. Um, I choked on a hot dog at day camp and almost died. I had to, I had to Heimlich myself. So we that sounds yourself. awful. So yeah. we we um, <laughs> this is terrible. I don't have a like. I mean, we had summer camp activities. Most of my summer camp was themed in some way. Like I did baseball camp, I did hockey camp, roller hockey camp. But um, in just normal day camp, um, pickup games of kickball and wiffle ball were my favorite. But I forgot. I just remembered when I did do uh, roller hockey camp. What we would do is leave our Gatorade bottles with the cap off and then a little bit of Gatorade on the bench. And bees would fly in there, and we would trap them in, and then shake the bottle up and let them go and run. Wow, that was wild. I actually stumbled into a bee hive area and got stung by like five bees at day camp. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen. And then I got caught smoking in the woods. That that really happened. <laughs> they did not tell my parents though. My counselor was a uh, cool, I guess. I mean, it wasn't like a big deal. It wasn't like we were doing it every day. We just. Uh, How old were you? Seven. Twelve. <laughs> 13 it was was like the first time i'd ever smoked Um, where'd you get them somebody took them from his parents Hmm. and we just went into the woods there was like a crew of us and we smoked but i think what happened was we were supposed to be doing an activity and none of us showed up and like the counselor just that was it like right away it was like oh you guys were clearly in the woods doing something stupid and then somebody i'm sure somebody squealed yeah without me knowing but producer you got anything uh, I was on summer camp staff, so world of memories. It, it, As just, a child? Uh, so when I was 14, I, I spent six summers at summer camp doing staff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, by the time I was 14, I was full-blown in, like, uh, freebasing and, like, mainlining heroin and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably had man. a few summer people camp. at scout camp that were doing the same thing, Jeff. You just never saw them doing it, but I'm sure they were pretty effed up. No, I, uh, I, I, I remember it just not being super fun. It wasn't like terrible, but I think he just like opened up a memory bank for me. <laughs> and I'm about to, like, lose my shit. So, so producer, what would you do if you were the camp counselor who caught kids out in the woods smoking? Oh, he's definitely would you lay down the law on them? Back then, probably no. I wouldn't lay down the law on them. It, I don't know. At that, 
then I was more about just making friends. I would have been like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, now like I would me. be like, you <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> I don't know. I think the smoking age should be like six. So, <laughs> all right, that's good for you. Diving into this movie, I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. So this was a Lyle pick. Uh, Jeff and I were mulling some things over. It was a blind pick too. We'll get into um, in future episodes, but I still want to watch. Both the movies we talked about, but Lyle requested a movie. It's a Netflix original called His House. Um, there you go. Lyle, you want to break this one down? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, I found this movie because not knowing what I wanted to watch, my go-to was, hey, let's Google best Netflix horror movies. And then I read, you know, found a list that had like Netflix with Rotten Tomato scores, and I just picked the top one that which was a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes called his house and i it looked like had some good cover art and i texted it to Vinny, and he said yeah sure let's do it uh so the movie the synopsis kind of goes there's a, a couple that are refugees and they're escaping from south of sudan and they eventually end up making residence in london and the house that they get assigned to is kind of haunted and of course shenanigans ensue Horror shenanigans yeah. ensues. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like a almost a big budget kind of Hollywood movie, almost like a oh, very very good cast. Nah. Well, good, good, good acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't deny that. Um, I mean, I would say this is. It has to be easily the most heavy and serious movie we've ever talked about in this podcast. Which is the first thing I know. Within the first ten minutes, I was like, "This movie's gonna be way too serious for me." Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was heavy with I mean lots of overtones and symbolism and yeah. relationship issue issues and being a fish out of water. I, I just so much stuff. Um, I mean, I I really enjoyed it, but I could yeah. tell it probably wouldn't be Jeff's bag. It was not. It w- and not for the normal like pissy reasons like oh the movie this that and the other thing. It's too serious, which is hard for me with horror because if you know me which you both do yeah, can't be over the top, whatever. Uh, I can't, this is like, this is almost more of a drama. Yeah. So this one, but like, all right. So it's not what we like talking about on this show. And just in general, um, when we're hanging out, we, we love, like you said, the campy stuff and, uh, and goofy. really fun, goofy movies and, uh, entertainment, like for that kind of like enjoyment, this movie, I would say like, you don't enjoy it, but like you at least like respected what was oh, happening, for sure. right? Like the yeah, craftsmanship. For sure. For sure. And, I, and I think uh, the male lead, amazing. Dude, he is. They were all amazing. He is so good. Um, so when Lyle sent it over, I was like, oh, that's my boy from, I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but I've been obsessed with this new show called Gangs of London. And he's one of the leads in that. And I was like, oh, he's in this. Like, I'm, I'm in. And he is, kills it in this. Yeah, oh, he's on wonderful. point. Yeah. Um, me personally. Not into the paranormal stuff to begin with. <clears throat> um, so then you make it heavy and then add paranormal. I, I, it was hard for me. I, it's what I would call a phone movie where I was dicking around my phone because there's a lot of dialogue and, and, and there's not a lot happening. So as long as you keep up with the dialogue and, and, and what's happening basically between the couple, yeah, you, you're there. I will say that when it does get scary, it is wonderful. 
the mask on the love that. We're, oh, we're spoiler. Yeah. We're going spoilers. Um, yeah, so it's still fairly new. It's movie. brand new. Yeah, I won't go spoilers, but there's a there's a a creepy little girl that is wearing this mask, and it's awesome. It's on point with um, the last shift when I was talking about yeah. the, the faces and that. Like this thing was awesome. Um, the first reveal where he like right in the beginning of the movie, and then. The little girl's like laying across the floor with the crazy mask. That's the first time you see it. Like, oh hey, yeah, what when, the fuck was that? Yeah. It's it's really it's like a real quick glimpse. And then the zombies are awesome. Yeah, some great zombie like design. And then just flat out imagery. Like when it gets into that zone where it's like this is a horror movie. It um, it is really good i don't i can't think of the word i wanted to say but it, it, it excels it mm-hmm. excels when it gets into that zone but it like i said it's deep and it's, it's a very <sighs> serious watch and i feel like i'm sorry I, lyle I'm, I, I don't mean to keep hogging all no no it's okay i feel like a lot of it went over my head um I in s- terms of the immigrant thing and the whatever's happening in england that i don't know about because like is this a real thing? Like, are the Sudanese trying to immigrate to yeah. London and they don't want them there? And I, I don't know. Um, to make it, ugh, I mean, it's, it's a little touchy. To make it very general, it's some of the negativity towards South Americans immigrating to America is what happens with Britain uh, uh, and okay. parts of Africa. I got you. I got you. Uh, but the relationship stuff, how like he was acclimating and she was resisting against Wanted that. Wanted no parts of it. Yeah. yeah. And like the, like, you know, like the silverware was a big thing. Right. Um, which also made it really sad that like the way they had to be just to remain in this house. Like, um, it was kind of like subtle, but like she speaks in their negative native language. And yeah, like they're and in the privacy of their own home. Like it's not like they're in front yeah. of the officials. That are just like, and he's like, no, 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 English only. English. But like it was like it's so instilled in him um, from this this refugee camp they were in to be acclimated into. Yeah, like he really wild. wants that new life in England, and she's still kind of clinging on to her old life back in South Sudan. Some of his acting when they are in the refugee camp and find out they're getting a house, and his reaction. And oh, he yeah. goes to that visit um, with the counselor or whoever is like deciding juice. whether they can stay or not. Yeah, the juice glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy, if he's on that show that you're talking about, I, I would watch it just for him. He yeah. is. When, it's a great show. What you're talking about in the beginning when they get the house, like his emotional reaction. Yeah, they're in tears. They're yeah. in so much like, joy. She's like laughing. And she almost is whatever, but his, yeah, it's like that, that line between like, hysterically crying and hysterically laughing yeah and he's riding it and it's like wow um yeah so good so i don't know where they they kind of touched on it a little bit later but that imagery where he um had one of his dreams and he's sitting at the table like ferociously eating with the silverware he's like floating in the ocean and like the fire and stuff like that was dope it was good i don't know where they came up with that it was kind of random but it worked so, Lyle, this was straight up blind for you. Yeah. Okay. So, from a Google search, that's impressive. I thought yeah. this is something that so you've been So, it's got to be harder for you because you had to have high expectations, right? 
Yeah, and I was actually really worried because I had looked up, like, last week, my boyfriend and I watched a movie that was a blind pick from something out of Hyde Reviews, and we both really didn't like it, so I was kind of hoping that this would be, uh, what'd you say? What was it? It was a movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, yeah. I haven't even it, uh, Amazing book. Not amazing book. Yeah, yeah. I the heard book's it, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I just, we weren't kind of expecting it. I thought it was too long and was kind of drawn out. It's one out. of those books that, like, uh, not to get off topic, but, like, when I heard they were making the movie, I was like, you can't, that book can't be made. And there's certain things that can't be made into a movie, and they tried and it didn't work. Right. So, no, and I, I saw this one, and it kind of seemed like a haunted house type deal. Yeah, I kind of like that. You know, like Ouija or Haunting of Hill House. But uh, when I watched the movie for the first half, I was pretty lost, to be honest with you. Like, I, I wasn't feeling it because I, I, I thought the movie was going to end in just like, fig- just whatever was happening is up to your imagination. And I, that's how I thought it was going to end. So I'm kind of glad that they kind of put a definition as to what was going on towards the end of it. And I really liked it. The whole last, like... 30 minutes of the movie i was very encapsulated how about um so we'll try to keep it spoiler free but how about yeah. the twist where you find out why this is happening to them yeah that I'm, was pretty dope like yeah it was, was. Like, oh yeah, was wild yeah i was like was ah, that's not good um that yeah, that was, that was that a good whole twist. thing confused me though too with like where are we in terms of reality was it the dream? Yeah, dream like, stuff? are we yeah. are we in where we're at now? Are we having a flashback? Are we in an alternate universe? Like, I, I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was purgatory for a while, but oh, I never thought about that. That would have made I, a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like being I in like, like a shitty, dilapidated house dealing with your demons. Yeah, that would have yeah. actually made a lot of sense. Well, at one point in the because this this movie is set in London, and at one point in it's very in in the beginning of the movie, he's getting a haircut, and he says, "This is London, right?" And the guy just goes, "Yeah, sure." And that's when I was kind of like, yeah, "Wait a second. That kind of threw Stephanie off. So I was like, "Oh, it's, it's, not, not, it's not London. It's not London." London? I mean. Is this just like not being a part of the story? Uh, yeah. but I, even, I missed that. Plane. I remember the haircut, but I missed yeah. that line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the, the like I said the, the the haunted house paranormal thing is not for me. Uh, it's just never been my scene. This was. Uh, they didn't. I don't think they took it to the to the degree and length they could have, but the setup. For making it a unique take on a haunted house story when they're uh, with the officials in the refugee camp and they're giving all the rules. Oh, yeah. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. one, like, you can't leave the house. So, like, like, all right, that's, like, you know a haunted house story is coming. Yep. So, you can't leave the house. And then, like, I thought they would play more with it. Like, you have these weekly meetings with an official. You cannot miss the meeting. You cannot be late for the meeting. You must be there. I thought that was going to play into um, some, like, you know, stress of having to get to the meeting, but they're all fucked up with hallucinations or whatever. The other thing um, with my cynical fucked up mind, I don't know if you called it in the beginning where they give the the rating and what it's rated mature for or whatever. Smoking and self-harm. So self-harm, I was like, oh, someone's going to like fucking cut their throat wide open or something. And it just ended up being he. Yeah. Cut his wrist it wasn't as, yeah, it wasn't it was as be bad. Something crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I would give it a watch. Much different than our previous, definitely different than our previous uh, Watches or Dies, but 
nothing really like we've ever talked about in the show as definitely, far as definitely depth the and tone yeah. Tilling, yeah i'm i'm giving it a die uh for me personally this is this is the first case where i could say like i can't deny this movie great but acting you wouldn't recommend it to somebody I, I i don't know that i could because it's hard coming from me people know what i like and if I'm like, hey, man, watch this super serious drama that I'm telling you is a horror movie and they're going to watch it and be like, well, I don't that wasn't a horror movie because that's how I felt. I was like, this isn't a horror movie. I mean, it is a horror. Yeah, movie, it's it's very much more of a thriller. You're than so it is horror. Thriller, horror, you can call it what you want, but the the serious tones of it with horrific elements. Yeah, are super serious. Um, like you said, the ending twist is like uh, almost jaw dropping. Yeah. Um, not for me, but I'm not going to deny the movie. Uh, this is the first time I think I, I can ever say something like that in a long time, at least where acting superb story is there. Just not for me. Right. That, that, that's, you know, that's it. Yeah. Wow, well, what do you? What's your verdict? I, I I will watch this. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if I were to like talk to myself before watching the movie, I would say just stick with it because I very much was lost for most of the movie. Stick with it's a good thing and because, like I said, it's it's a phone movie. It's you yeah. find, you're gonna find yourself just being like, yeah, let me check my Instagram. Um, because it's I easy. was I was sucked in. Oh, I was, really? I was not on the phone. I just think I was, it's it's easy to like listen to this movie. I was very absorbed. I do have to say, uh, very early on, my favorite, the thing that actually like, kind of almost like made me like, all right, maybe I'll, I'll keep going. Um, he's having, well, you're getting the backstory, but it's, his night, it's a nightmare he's having. And the wife is sitting over him, and she, uh, she says something like, you were dreaming he like wakes up and she's like, "You were dreaming." And he was uh, like, he's like, "Yeah, I was dreaming of our wedding day." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, of our wedding day." Oh, and then she goes, "Well, the that f- explains the screaming." Yeah, yeah. That was a funny good, that was a cool one. Yeah, that was couples, a very good line. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I got what they're doing." Yeah. Um, but there's weird stuff in it too that I don't understand because I think when I say over my head, I don't understand the um, British culture. I guess like. Why do three black teenage kids tell oh, a black family oh, to go back horrible. to Africa? So I don't understand. Like, well, I, they're just established. So, yeah, I think, I think they were establishing how fucked up the racism is towards immigrants, the African right? immigrants. So those kids seem to be, you know, whatever. Like, uh, um, second, third, fourth generation. In Britain, maybe so. Like they've, they've lost their, their. I don't know how you, what you call it. You know what I mean? Like their uh, ethnicity. Yeah, ethnicity. Yeah, but is that a and thing they over have, there? I I guess. I mean, like if that scene. That scene was fucked up because that, really that's is. what it. The, the question it raised in my head, and that that's how you know it's a good movie. Like I, not denying this movie, but it raised questions. I was like, so in, in London, in England, are you English? Do they not care about race over there? Is there not a whole Black Lives Matter thing over there? Like, is it not a problem over there? I don't know. 
So it's just like I think in a way, hey, it's I'm almost, from here. You're not. Go back where you're from. Period. The end. I think it's more of that. Yeah. And yeah. um. Yeah, like that scene was really alarming, and then that whole scene, like where she's just wandering around the streets and the alleyways, lost, and sees that kid twice. You know, that was a whole like weird like it's supernatural. A, it's like a thing. labyrinth kind of yeah. But that was all kind of, like you know symbolism for how she's just. Yeah. lost in life and lost in this society mm. and doesn't know where to go. And then she sees the three black kids and she's like, oh, something familiar, someone I can look to for help. And then they just shit all over her. Mm. And she's just like, I, I have nobody. It's me and like my, my husband's, you know, acclimating to this culture. Like I'm just left mm. alone. He's burning stuff from our home. Like, yeah, yeah there's, there's a scene a early that. on that kind of threw me off too. And I was like, why would they do that? Um, it's a white guy just smoking a cigarette, and the main character is walking by Bowl, I believe his name is. Bob? Bowl? I think Bowl. Call him. Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. B-O-L. Yeah. Yeah. He's walking by, and the white guy's like, hey, you. Hey, you. And you think like, oh, he's going to mess with him. Yeah, and he yeah, gives that him was, like a that care package. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Like. Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of a different scene. That was the counselor. No, no. It was after the counselor. It's just he's walking down the street. And there's just a random guy smoking a cigarette, like, in a doorway. And he's like, hey, you. Hey, you. And you think, like, uh, here we go. It's going to be like they're going to beat the shit out of him or something. And then he's like, are you one of those immigrants? And he says, yes. And then they cut the scene. And he's got a care pack. And he's, like, like pulling out crackers and, and food and stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. I was thinking of, like, um, when the wife, in the beginning part, where she was wandering the streets trying to find the hospital... And that kid comes up, and she's like, "Yeah, that hey, was weird." Hey, yeah. hey, and he, yeah. She, and she ignored just ignores him, him yeah. and then he ran away. Like yeah. he was trying to fuck with her, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think it, there's just stuff that I don't understand, and it bothers me a little bit that I don't understand it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, a, there's, there's, I'm sure there's a bunch of cultural stuff that we yeah. just don't. I mean, it was a hell of a blind pick. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I thought maybe you had your eye on this for a while. The same. No. Same. No, um, I, I think I found the movie like 60 seconds before I texted you about it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to recommend this to Dana and Connor because this falls into the subgenre of stuff we like, and I think they'll dig it. Or I'll, Dana will probably fall asleep, but Connor will dig it. Um, the other one we we're thinking of, Lyle, which I think, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we talked about this one, but could have been more goofy animated conversation for this episode. This uh-huh. movie called Slacks. <laughs> that is about a pair of p- pants, denim jeans. jeans, denim jeans that kills the people that wear it, and they're in, and the jeans are in like a boutique. That sounds store. horrifying. It's right up your alley, though. You ever yeah. seen the movie Rubber? No. Oh, I love Rubber. About the killer tire. No, it's, I not, it's not the same makers, right? No, because it's kind no, of no, like no, no, no. the same line as that. The guy that um, did Rubber is the same guy that did Wrong, and I love Wrong. But yeah, we'll we'll get to Any we'll final. Get to, okay, th- is it I on mean, Netflix? We'll get to Slacks. Rubber was no, on Slacks Netflix. Is, oh, uh, Slacks. I'm Slacks sorry. is on Shutter. It's on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, you gotta get Shutter. I know. I gotta get on that. You know what? Uh, if anyone from Shutter's listening, close your ears. We just gotta all go in on a Shutter together because it'll end up being like ten bucks for all of us. It'll be less. I don't think it's thirty. Yeah, exactly I don't. They, they don't monitor who's using accounts. Nah, nah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's coming at some point because they're getting more and more popular. I don't know. What are they owned by? Amazon. AMC. AMC. Um, but as soon as I mean Shutter, I've had Shutter from the beginning. It's always been awesome. But when AMC bought them, 
you think it'd be like selling out or something, but got better. They got so much better. Yeah. They got funding and money and have been able to do so much cool stuff. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the movie, Lyle? Oh, geez. So I want to I, I want to get to a little bit of a question. Hopefully, you'll have some answers. Oh, yes. oh, I know what the question is. Like a question about the movie no, or no, about no. no about a future thing we're gonna be doing. Okay. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking let's, about. Let's go to that. We've discussed the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we have two watches. We have one die. Right. Good it's movie. A, it's hard to like Give it say anything more without giving yeah. spoilers. Yeah, to be honest it's, with it's you, it's too new to want to spoil. And, right. And like, I really would suggest you watch it with an open mind. So I, I don't want to say anything more than what we already mentioned. Word. But what he does want to say something about Ooh. is we've been dropping the last few episodes. We've been talking about it. The game show episode. I am. It's happening. Ready. Lyle and uh, Michael are the ones that are going to be hosting and organizing this whole beautiful thing. So Lyle's going to lay down some of uh, what's going to be happening for the game show episode for us. Okay. Yeah. So Very it, near future. Right. So it's, it's going to be made to either be with three or four contestants, four preferably. Four preferably? Yep. Right, we'll make that happen. Um, me and Michael came up with a super awesome pr- prize that is going to make you jizz your pants when you see it. Ooh. You are all going to love it and want it. It came out so well. Like, and... and is, I tr- I try not to toot my own horn, but I was really excited when this <laughs> no, finished. No, you toot, you toot away. Oh, I'm tooting. So, is there going to be uh, a loser thing as well? No, I mean. <laughs> oh wait, no, we talked about the loser thing. What about yeah? The, no pocky. I'm not the doing the pocky. I can't. I can't wish that no. upon anybody. I had a habanero pickle the other day that. <laughs> fucked me up, and I, I love <laughs> habaneros, and so it was the la- it was. The last pickle in the jar. So I was like, all right, time to toss the jar. And I'm dumping the uh, the pickling liquid. Mm. And by the time I get to the bottom, it was blood red from the jalapenos. And I was like, fuck me. Because hot as shit. Hot as shit. <laughs> Gross. I, I don't think I have any more pocket chips. But that'd be yeah, a Yeah, you still have one, don't you? I don't know where it went. Yeah. Good. Lost in the move. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but I think the loser should have to do the pocket chip. Yeah. I, I, so at, or at work. Or something like that. Yeah, well, at work, I have a box of, like, granola bars, and I got to my last one. I went to check the expiration date, and it expired a pretty long time ago. And I was like, well, that would be a nice last person prize. They have to eat my super expired granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. All right, well, lay right. it down. Let's, okay, lay, I yeah. hear so, it. so now you know the prize. You know the players and whatnot. Four players. Uh, there's, like, about five different modules that go to this game show it starts off this now the first one's gonna be probably the hardest to figure out technically so i have uh audio clips ready to go i have eight of them and you guys have to guess what the movie is from and they're all like you'll you'll have heard of all the movies so it's not gonna be something like crazy that's shutter exclusive or whatnot they're all um popular enough that i'm sure everybody has seen has seen at least seven of the eight of them Mm -hmm. so that's the first module the second module is this is where michael and i got a little crazy here it's it is a i believe three rounds of synopsises and in each round you get three different synopsises some of them were from real movies and one of them is from a fake movie that Michael and I made up. Nice. And you guys have to guess which one is the fake one. Okay. And uh, th- this this whole game show is point-based, too. So for the uh, audio clips, whoever says the movie first gets the points. 
And then for that second section with the synopsis, it's just whoever guesses the right one gets the points. All right, so the third module then is going to be the most trivia heavy. Uh, it's uh, There's going to be eight different categories, and I'm not going to be like having you guys fight for anything. It's going to, whoever at that point has the most points is going to pick first, and then it's going to go the second points, pick second, third, third, fourth, fourth, and then it's going to go in reverse order. So the person who had the least amount of points going into the trivia round gets to pick the fifth category, and then it just, whoever is last gets left with the last uh, category. And each category has three different questions, and each question will award you, I think it was 30 points or so. Hmm. Uh, so the fourth module then, I actually don't want to talk about the fourth oh, module quite yet, just because one. you'd get spoilers and then you do research. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. There's six modules. So the fifth oh. module then is what I call the cream of the crop. It started out like I wanted to do kind of like a family feud type thing, but I didn't really get quite there. It's So I decided it's going to be each person gets an assigned category and you have to, it could be the top five, this or that. And you have to guess what the top five are for that category. And it's just for that one person to guess. And I have a whole set of rules that goes with it. I don't have the rule set with me right now. So you'll have to bear with me there. And then uh, the sixth module is if only if we have four people, we can do teams and then we can do password, which uh, if you guys have ever seen the old game show password oh, or buzzer quite often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically you'll break off in the teams of two and then you have to um, one per the one person knows the keyword and then the second person has to try and guess what that keyword is by one word clues. That, yeah. I think this is. Yeah. Uh, and well, then I, whoever I has the most points met, at the end wins. I do hope you met uh, a family feud thing by uh, you want to be Richard Dawson and just kiss everybody. <laughs> Ideas. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so this might have to be a two-episode event, huh? Oh. I See, mean, I'm, we'll, I'm, we'll record it all in one night. But two right. episodes, Otherwise, one weekend, six cases yeah. of beer. See, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go because I'm assuming there's going to be like a lot of talking in between it's not like we're just gonna write because if we like rushed through all the questions and everything it would probably only be about a half hour but well i mean there's gonna be shit talking we, and yeah exactly and... game nights don't go like that so, so it's, it's pairs you said eh? only only at the only at the very end okay it's all individual but yeah so only one person can win and only one person can lose yeah. and have to eat the expired granola <laughs> <laughs> um all right well this is gonna be fun i am super yeah excited. i'm, I'm we gotta, excited we gotta too. lock down a, a date for this and i got everything was ready to go i they're actually i've been thinking about some of the questions that have been time specific and i'm i might have to like redo a little bit but it's not gonna be that hard mm, i'm excited this is gonna yeah. be fun very much very much all right let's wrap her up for this evening now all right producer what do you got you excited for the game show? Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be fun to watch. I'm not eating the candy bar, or sorry, the <laughs> granola bar. Well, you don't, you're you're straight. You don't have to worry about anything. I know exactly. Yeah. So that's my point. I'm not eating that no nasty worries. granola just, bar. All you gotta do is just watch and point and that's laugh. Right. Well, that one definitely will be a YouTube video for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, boys, got anything else? That's it for me, man. I'm good. All right. 
Well, I'm all set, yo. I got to take a leak, so let's wrap this thing <laughs> up. <laughs> Lyle, thank you for coming on the show again. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I, uh, I have a feeling we'll be hearing from you soon. Very soon. Yes, please. So, everybody, until next time, I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Thank you, Lyle. My Love, pleasure. peace, and chicken grease. We are out. And we are out.